but we got nothing to take us. Oh, this is not your place. We the chosen left it open for us, do it just for us. Oh, this is not a phase. We've been at it for a while, but we got nothing but us. Hey, greetings world, this is Wesley Pepper here and you're tuned to my podcast, Wesley Pepper's Artlexia. Yo man, um, I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode uh, with the Yaba. Um, that was really powerful stuff, man. Um, yeah, man, as I said on Twitter and even on the podcast, like I truly believe he's the most complete um, multidisciplinary artist that I know. Um, just because of the large volume of work and the quality of the work and um, the fact that it's been so productive. So, um, yeah, I mean, big ups to Ayaba for that, my brother. Um, thanks for coming through. And we, I, I think it's a no-brainer. Um, we definitely have to have him on, um, possibly later on in the year, you know, um, once 2021 has um, really stretched the feet. So possibly around June, July. I'm thinking that will be, that'll be, that'll be pretty cool. So, yeah, man. <clears throat> Excuse me, man. Um, on that whole the- uh, uh, theme, I thought it was pretty appropriate just to run with the whole art making process um, theme this week. And um, this week, I'm going to be talking, or I'll be telling you, uh, or let me say, let me put it to you like this: I'll be breaking it down on um, the where I am, where I am in the, in the um, with my with my current body of work. But I'm really going to break it down so um, it can and it can give real insight into both the concept. Um, both conceptually and practically and the processes behind it and also man I was also thinking it could also be really clever for um, so once the show was running and um, because you know we have this whole virtual drive and it will be literally impossible for me to see everybody Um, so I thought this will also be really cool um, is just to have this episode um, where I discuss um, you know the the the, the background and the processes, and um, towards the end um, of the work, and I should be done with that within, ah man, about say 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 about two weeks time, uh, to um say well maybe three, um 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 um, um weeks time, um, you know, and then just have another one on that um back then, so um it can give the viewers um well like some real complete insight into and um you know as i said like it's a old virtual experience so i think that will that it's probably quite important yeah i mean so um that'll be today's uh, um um episode and um i'll talk to you guys towards um at the end of my uh of the um of, of today's episode on next week's um on next week's one we're going to take a bit of a more of a musical uh turn um um in next week and talk to a very good friend of mine um, from Joburg and find out what he's been up to and all of that but I'll give you more details with with regards to that towards the end of the episode so um, yeah I mean um, flying solo with regards to this but um, I'll be taking my time um, and I'll be breaking it down um, and I hope you guys will find it interesting um, I think it's a real new um, and, I'll, and I'll explain this it's a it's, it's, it's a real new different space I am different in terms of um, not social politically and what's happening with regards to COVID and all of that just just different in the way in in, in, um, in the way I'm making artwork these days um, in the way I'm conceptualizing it and um, I mean I just guess the whole politics around it uh, because as you know um, if anybody who's listening to this has made art wrote a book uh, you know produced a few length album well no that shit is not easy man and it's can be pretty um, painful depending on what type of emotions you're tapping in um, and this body of work is not really uh, personal um, 
well it is of course but you know it's not coming from personal space so it's a commentary on um, what's been happening with COVID so yeah man I hope you guys will find this thing insightful um, and interesting um, I'm certainly looking forward to it so uh, stay tuned Baobalb.org is a podcasting platform and a medium for storytelling. This podcast is also available on all the major podcasting apps, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Podcast your life with Baobalb.org. Hey, greetings, everybody. So, yeah, man, you know, I explained in the intro about what today is, well, what I'm going to be talking about. So, um, let's jump straight into it, man. Um, how I broke this down is, um, I'll start off with just, just to give you insight into why um, I'm doing this type of show and the content and the technique and all of that. Um, I thought it would be pretty important to start off with a background. This is my third um, solo show. Um, so the first one was held in 08, um, and, um, that was a print baking. It was a tripe. Um, I did it with dry point, um, and it was an artist proof. And, um, so in 2008 was pretty much the, um, I guess the height, um, if, yeah, of, I, I mean, I was printing quite a lot that time and I was still involved with, um, at artist proof on a, yeah, I used to print there. Um, um, uh, uh, well, I was, I was, that was a student up till two thousand and seven, and well, then oh eight, I used to print there quite a bit still. So, um, it was really the height of my printing, I guess, um, phase. Um, because since then, um, I haven't done much printing actually. I've, I've, I've only, I've only partook in a, in a, a printing in a group show in twenty twelve. That was in Washington. Um, there was something held at the South African embassy there. Um, and that was definitely the last time. So I definitely haven't been printing, um, 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 a lot since then, but I have the, um, the concept and the technique, or if you are familiar with my prints back then, um, I used dry point because I was, um, rather I used the plastic plates. I didn't use any metal. I used that poly, the, the, um, the polyprop plates, those plastic plates. And uh, my technique was quick because I used to take a 6B pencil and just literally draw on the plate. Um, so I would use the birds and um, they were very, I guess I was still finding, I mean back then I thought I found it already but in hindsight I don't think I did. Um, I would say really refined my technique. But anyway, um, 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 so I would draw very quickly on the plate and I would have, um, you know, my needle and I would work. So the, so the, so the plates were very quick. Um, and, um, they had this really interesting energy about it. So, um, once I was done with that, I, I took the plates and, um, Achman, I usually put it under the tire of a car and then drive over it or put it on the street and jump on it. Um, because I wanted that, um, I wanted the plate to pick up, um, nicks and scratches, but like on, uh, of urban surfaces. Um, and I thought the street, um, you know, the, um, the door on the street and sometimes the, um, the pattern underneath the tire would leave small, small imprints. And I, um, and I enjoyed that, um, that layer to the prints. So, um, I did that in a eight and, um, <clears throat> fast forward, you know, my life, um, I work more on my publishing, um, between, um, um, oh nine and about 20, 2012, 2013. But anyway, um, long story, long story. My um, my next group show was uh, um, solo show was in 2018, and uh, so three years back. And um, that one was very uh, focused on. I was 
on gentrification. So I took a break. Um, I didn't use or I didn't work on the birds that much. Um, and um, I used it as a... The birds didn't really feature, if I must think really carefully. I mean, yeah, they're sure, but they didn't really feature in my um, in my show in 08. But um, that one there was also really specific because I've been working for quite a bit as a street artist, as you should know, um, between that time. And um, most of our, um, uh, I would say, more popular pieces, because I did a whole bunch with her and I collaborated with a whole bunch of people during that time. And um, But the most prominent ones were all around Mabuneng you know, Cape Town, um, and even in Mahe, in Seychelles, um, they were all around urban and very uh, urban centers and, you know, pop, uh, uh, pretty much gentrified spaces. And working on those type of spaces there, the politics of, um, it really, I would say, the politics around gentrification really just took over everything. Because I saw it in everybody's work. Um, I um, saw it in music, um or rather, I saw how gentrification is influencing. <coughs> Sorry, I have to rephrase that. Um, how gentrification is actually um, influencing music, uh, um, art, um, and to a degree, books. I, I think literature is still catching on, just because I guess because publishing is a different world. Because guys hanging around gentrified spaces would generally, and I'm talking from a visual perspective here, would generally have similar um, subject matter. And I um, mean, if you look at the aesthetic of the work, Ruby Summer, it was always clean. It was always clean. It was always sharp, nice, a uh, 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 well-drawn, um, 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 almost really photorealistic uh, imagery and um, never really said anything. And I thought like as an artist, um, because I was involved in those type of spaces for so long that I should make my uh, my second one and, 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 and the whole, um, yeah, the whole show was themed around that. And I unpacked gentrification in many, in, um, in all its different um, aspects and what and what and what. So, um, yeah, man, that is like a bit of an insight into, um, that's a, <coughs> oh, excuse me, um, that is a bit of insight into the last two shows. So, so, so if you see the first one, I um, I worked on um, the bird, the city vagabond, and the second one was on gentrification. So the most common denominator, <coughs> The most common denominator of there was that all the art stems from the inner city. It was just different aspects of the um, of the inner city, and there were all social political commentary of various things at the time. So I took um, I thought that um, um, well, you know, like moving forward and what and what that um, I'll keep that theme consistent um, through my work. You know, up until I literally moved to another city. Um, and by the looks of things, that might actually happen sooner than later. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, so um, that's the that's a better background on my last two shows. Okay, so um, excuse me. So now I'll explain um, the the concept of the city vagabond and why I use the birds. Um, so to really just jump straight into it, man, or, 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 or rather to, because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a long story, um, but uh, to, to really summarize it was that I was looking for a subject matter that I could work on that was different to everybody else's, and I really identified with a bird on, um, so this was, phew, this was two, oh, four, oh, five, maybe even before that, um, oh, three, oh, four, oh, five, around about then. 
um, because you know the spoken word and and everything that I was that was was happening um, around that time in Newtown was really popping off, and um, so a lot of activity in around the inner city. And I used to hang out. Um, that's weird. Like back then, I seemed to have way more free time, <laughs> uh, but I used to hang out a lot, like in Newtown. In, specifically in Newtown and um, as you know man like uh, either direction you know east south north it doesn't matter there's always little colonies of birds everywhere and um, that's why I picked it up okay um, and I picked it up while sort of being involved um, indirectly with the spoken word or, or rather just attending and just being involved in the culture of our spoken word so I always like that association with um, with um, people speaking literally speaking and and, 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 and and speaking truth to power and in this beautiful uh, uh, you know I mean like I I'm, I, I really love um, poetry um, and I, I love its structure I love its form <clears throat> and I think I'm very influenced by that too so I took that theme and um, the bird. And I developed it over time as a student at Artist Proof. Um, so that's when I clicked with the dry point. And as I explained earlier on, um, I used that um, technique, you know, with a, um, I used to drop a plate on the floor and I used to draw the birds on it. And um, that's where it started, man. And um, as, I, <clears throat> as I moved, uh, as I became comfortable with the technique, um, I decided to, um, I decided to, Give it a character, man, because of my spoken word movement and because I'm a reader. Um, so, I mean, I don't really read. Um, I'm not really big on novels and stories. You know, I like facts, you know, and um, I like, um, I read a bunch of essays and opinion piece and poetry. You know, that's more my, um, and these days, you know, I read a lot of journalism. So, um, so you know, I follow a bunch of journalists' blogs and stuff like that, opinion pieces, essays, that type of thing, you know, uh, factual type of stuff. That's more my, that's more my thing. And, um, um, but, you know, even so, you know, I still enjoy a good novel and, and, and short stories in particular. I, uh, I'm, I'm quite fond of that. And so I sort of come from that background and I wanted, because of that, I wanted to give the birds a character because I thought that if I give them a character, I can work extensively with them over time. And um, um, at that time, I took um, three characters. So there was a uh, there was a movie going around and I actually caught on to the book because of the movie. So it was the... Uh, just hold on. Uh, anyway, uh, just to catch up to the last point, I was explaining that I was still a student at Artist Proof and I was using it as a, um, I saw the commercial value behind it as well because people started to really dig on the concept and the, um, the technique. And I thought, let me run with this. And um, also, um, and I think this is also a very important point, um, actually I picked it up with most um um, um, artists I admire and follow and, and so on, that they all had a certain character or a, um, in some cases, um, a certain um, look and uh, looking aesthetic in the work that would remain consistent in their work over time. And I always like that type of thing, you know. So I'd like to believe that uh, that the bird um, um, is sort of my, I definitely branded myself with it over time. And I would like to think that it, um, that it also sort of developed um uh, both both technically and conceptually over time um, and you'll see it consistently throughout all of my work um, that's you know that includes the street art that includes the everything um, everything really so um, yeah man I was, I was also explaining how I got to the name um, so the name 
yeah, man, there was this movie going around. Uh, it was called uh, The Count of Monte Cristo. And I actually got hip to the book based off the movie. Um, and then I read up a bit about um, um, Alexander Dumas. And um, he was actually a colored guy, um, quote-unquote, a Creole. I guess that's the, uh, 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 but you know, for, for my international and colored people, that's just another politics about my identity, which is another topic for a completely another day. Um, and I don't even want to start with that. But um, I could identify with uh, people like um, Alexander Dumas. Because, and they also talk about his hair. And I also have a very similar hair. I mean, I cut, <laughs> I've been cutting it all off for years now. but um, And I'm losing <laughs> what's not what I don't cut off. I lost. Um, so I used to also have this big thick early hair. And I always liked that association. Um, so um, I took three characters in his book. So the the lead character was, uh, what was his name? It was Edmund Dantes. The, his love interest was Mercedes. And the uh, villain was Count Mondego. So I kind of flipped him back to front, you know. Um, I like the word Mondego. I just, I just, I just like the way it sounded. Um, it just sounded, yeah, I just like the way, it, anyway. Yeah. And I flipped it around. I said, okay, let me call my lead that. Uh, the main bird, Mondego, and, you know, the love interest will, and I, um, I think the word Mercedes for girls is actually quite a beautiful name. Um, if I have a daughter one day, I think I'll probably call her that. Um, and um, I took out the, uh, uh, why, why, why I call the, 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 the third guy Dantes, because um, it was Edmund Dantes, but I just took out the Edmund, I just called him Dantes, because, um, yeah, well, as I said, like with Mercedes, I just like the sound of it. And, um, what I've noticed also, which I think is a very important point to note about the birds, um, is that because I, um, you know, I did a lot of research on them, right? So it's actually the feral pigeon, but I'm sure most of you guys know that. And they are actually, um, they're actually quite communal as birds. Um, so they will partner with each other and they will generally stick to, um, um, you know, their, their, their partner you know, the male and the female for however long, you know. And I thought that was quite interesting because in noticing the birds, because I used to take a camera, um, I used to go around town and, 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 and like shooting these little short uh, uh, video clips and I used to watch them like fly from, you know, from, from a building to the floor and back and forth. And I actually wanted, wanted to animate that because I think visually it's pretty strong. Um, but I noticed them and, you know, all through my travels and whatnot. And um, they're always in groups of two or three you know, um, outside being part of a large group. And then you will get like the sort of the loner or the one that walks on his own. But that one will soon join up to the group. But, um, and also they, um, uh, I would say quite intimate. So if you notice carefully, um, the birds will always be kissing, you know, where they sort of meet each other's beaks and they sort of do that thing with their heads. <laughs> and I thought that was a really interesting thing. So that's how, um, yeah that's why I decided to run with it because I could really, really identify with it. And I've been working with that over time. So, okay, so that's the birds, right? And that's the full length. So I explained everything on that now. So, okay, um, I explained to you guys the background of the past two shows and the concept behind the birds because they're very important themes. So now I'm moving to the actual body of work. Um, so I decided to call this body of work uh, or the soul of this, the soul exhibition, um, the Red Lighter Project, um, a COVID world. And the word Red Lighter Project, that's actually a metaphor. Um, red has associations with uh, sort of danger, alertness, 
anger, blood, that type of thing. And a lighter is a metaphor for light, actually, you know, literal light or for blowing things up, both uh, figuratively and um, so, uh, 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 and, and literally and figuratively. So, and blowing up as in terms of, you know, uh, you know, sort of, um, 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 so what I'm looking for, um, yeah, to blow up, to make it happen, that's the word. Um, the actual word actually just lost it was lost on me there but as to um yeah to actually make it happen you know and um so together it's you know that's it. so i identify something which attaches to my emotion and you know i'm always coming from the social political background so i always look through those lenses i attach myself to an issue uh which gets my attention and then i literally blow it up either expose it like i try to do with gentrification um or in this case blow it up um because this exhibition i mean there's only one thing i can talk about um and that's covid and that's 2020 the year 2020 i mean i i don't think there's anything else really it's been without a question the biggest theme um and biggest stress and it was really at the center of sure probably 100 percent of all my decisions um through last year you know you know um i mean all my major decisions it was really at the center of that so i really thought it was necessary for me to to talk about it and um because of the podcast um as you know my uh so last year especially the first 20 or so um or maybe less 15 or so um 18 or so um episodes um all the artists i interviewed i specifically asked them and focus on how they're adapting to the um to the to the pandemic and um through all of these episodes i sort of picked up many themes um which i found consistent and i decided to write it down in a sort of a timeline um and i have about well 11 points but i think okay well I'll explain that um, a bit um, after this. So I wrote out this, you know, this narrative of how I saw 2020 happen, you know, with the announcement um, um, at 8 o'clock on that Sunday evening to sort of the panic after that or the confusion after that. And, um, you know, then I get into all these other themes. So I touch on um, the prohibition, the alcohol and tobacco. I thought that was pretty relevant. Um, you know, the confusion, the propaganda, not propaganda, sorry, the conspiracy theory or the culture of conspiracy theory and um yeah and then i want to i'm ending off like in the whole this whole new pro and anti-vax world um that we're ending in so i took the birds the concept is i took the bird the city vagabond as a as sort of a lead character and they feature in probably 99 95 percent of all the work and I have it constructed in such a way that the bird is sort of telling my story or the COVID story, or <laughs> I'm telling the bird to tell the COVID story. And um, I'm using three main elements in it. So I explained to you the storytelling side of it, the, the, the narrative. Uh, I explained to you the bird. And um, the third one is, and this is a technique that is also, I guess, come from my influence of spending so many years. And I love... I, I really immerse myself in the spoken word culture for such a long time. And most of my close friends are still poets. And I really, it's, um, it, it's interesting my relationship with poetry as, it, as it's grown over years. Because these days, um, yeah, I mean, I just, um, I don't know, I, I think I should have a sip. I, I, 
I just if I must explain that I think then I won't stop talking. Um, but so I sort of took my uh, uh, um, I love this way of, um, of of using as few words as you can or letters even to say as much as you can. You know, I really love that thing. And um, if you see through my through my work, especially since run about say 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 twenty twelve no no well before that say about for the past three years four years I've um, really jumped into I've been using text um, those big bold like letters um, in my work um, sort of to give it another layer um, and sort of my play on words so I was um, most of the time um, I'll take a quote that really you know hits me or various things even sometimes it's music lyrics or my own words or i would just take a combination of everything write out all his words and sort of arrange them in my own mind and then arrange them on the piece of on um, you know on the artwork and that way it gives this really cool uh layer so that now the work uh, uh so the text you know says something and then you have the bird telling you the story and then there's the you know sort of the layout or the composition of all the images will be telling you another story so um and that's also quite intentional because um of this age that we're living in where everything is just you know times 10 and there's just so many always all these perspectives and opinions and so on and so on and so on so i thought that was um or rather i'm, I'm using and i think it's also quite relevant and quite um what's the word um quite reflective of today's society so um yeah man that's the that's what the body work is called um and that's what it's going to look like um right now currently i'm about uh about six pieces into it um i'm busy with the six and i'm working on the one with um sort of the confusion with the 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 panic um and the confusion around with you know that, that that the media caused and this including social media um when we were like real deep into the hard lockdown and all these theories popped up and it was really distracting and it was really i think it's really shaped the way people now are looking at the vaccine um so i'm busy on a piece around that it's uh yeah it's more text driven um and kind of conceptual it's kind of weird to explain it in words because i don't think i'm doing the artwork any justice um but it might be a dub teach. I'm not sure yet. Um, I think it will actually work as a dub teach. So I'm still working that one out. But for now, it's just it's just it's just one piece. And um, yeah, I think I mentioned early on. I would like to finish it all in about two two and a half, maybe three weeks time, um, because the show is in April. So um, I haven't really focused on anything other than actually just completing, conceptualizing and then completing the body of work. Um, so, you know, I'll make, you know, future announcements in terms of dates and all the various platforms and, and, and whatnot and how it's going to be held and all of that. You know, like right right now, that's not my focus. Uh, um, so, yeah, I mean, say about two, yeah, say three weeks to be at safe. To um to 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 um to be safe, um I'm hoping to have everything absolutely everything done by then. Um, just the last uh three points, yeah. Um, so sort of moving forward from here, um I'm gonna be keeping up with this sort of with this tempo. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's kind of exhausting and it's difficult because I'm working in a different environment than what I'm used to. So that takes a different. Yeah, and there's a lot of distractions too, but 
isn't there always so um, I'm gonna be keeping up with this tempo and um, really be pushing I'm hoping I don't think I'll be working tomorrow no I will it's Sunday I think I think on on, on, on on Sunday I'll just be taking a step back and just going through each of the pieces individually and just making sure they're okay because I'm so finicky when it comes to this type of thing you know um, everything has to be visually perfect you know and I've got a really critical eye man so I think I'll be doing a bit of that on Sunday and I'll I'll be starting with the catalog um, then so I'll take like you know the uh, um, proper photographs and you know sort of arrange them and size and blah, blah 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 all these technical things I'll definitely start doing that by then um, and yeah I mean I must not mention that the show will be um, in April um, it'll um, what I dig about um, what I dig about um, Aleta and the Ewa Gallery is um, she actually called me up early on um, in January and um, um, she was really she she came across she was really excited about how how um, because I did a group show with them in in May last year and she was really excited on the sort of the uh, the, the the noise and the um, I mean they sold quite a few pieces as well so the sales did pretty well and the hype you know you know the 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 the, 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 the hype and the energy around she was really excited about that and she was explaining to me all these um, ideas and you know future partnerships that she's into and how she wants to do it and I um. And she was she wanted to do a bunch of solo shows. So what I know is what they did is that they organized. They've got a solo exhibition running up until um, June. I think it ends off with her having one, which I think is pretty cool, um, given how crazy last year was. And um, so for the arts to to be that prolific or, 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 or art business, you know, spaces in this um, in this. Um, uh, you know a gallery to be uh to be that productive is fucking amazing actually so it's really cool to be part of that experience man. and i jumped on like you know immediately and um um yeah i mean she's got this guy running what's his name ray berman um she's got him running at the moment so if you're listening to this check it out man um he's like an 80 year old fella i actually chatted with him last week um, I was looking to do a, you know, to interview him and to speak to him. Um, I thought it would be really interesting to talk to a fella, you know, that's been on the earth for so long. I thought he'll be pretty, I was, yeah, I was pretty keen to do that. Um, but you know, <laughs> I don't think, you know, he really understood what, <laughs> um, I think he was just trying, <laughs> but it's okay, man. Um, I'd like to meet him in person. He sounds, he actually sounds pretty cool. Um, and I had a look at, you know, a bit of the work that Amelita has been sharing. Um, and it seems very upside, very colorful. Um, um, and also very, um, yeah, I, and I didn't see enough of it to have like a, so I think I'll just end there. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's uh, where we're happening. Um, so, yeah, man, I pretty much covered um, everything I wanted to um, talk about. So just to recap um, real quickly. So, you know, the, the I explained to you the background of my two-part shows. And that's why I think it's pretty relevant to know that and why um, I'm doing this one. Um, the concept of the city birds uh, or the feral pigeon or the city vagabond, like I call it. Um, yeah, I thought that was people always been asking me um, what does it mean and so on and so on. So, yeah, I explained that. Also, the concept of what the Red Lighter Project is. 
um, and what I'm trying to achieve um, through this body of work. So it's almost a visual um, concept album. You know, I love music and I love full full length albums in particular, and I love concept driven albums as well. In particular, I mean that's like right right on top. So um, also deeply influenced by music, and this is very much my visual, you know, representation of that because all the body of work, all the art that I um, that I make that I create um, has a meaning and has a purpose um, because I just believe that art is just our way. It just resonates with people differently. Um, it, I mean, I guess we can explain what art means, and I've explained that in bits and pieces through the previous episodes. I don't really want to get into it, but I'm definitely a representation of that, and the body of work is definitely a representation of that. So, yeah, man, um, so that's that, man. And, um, you know, it's like pretty much halfway in, so I think this was pretty cool to sort of just give a recap of where I am. Um, and do it in this really um, professional manner or way. And um, yeah, man, so that's actually concludes me uh, and concludes where I am. Um, thank you for listening. Um, you will listen to my voice for a long time, so that means something. Um, yeah, man, I will, I will wrap up um, this episode uh, with an outro, but um, for now, um, just thanks for listening, eh? And um, I hope I, um, I guess, made you interested to seeing the body of work. I know I'm very excited to show everybody. Um, so thanks for listening. This podcast is produced and hosted by Spodcaster for Baobalb.org. Hey, everybody. Um, yeah, I think I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm um, just moving forward from here. You know, um, next week I'm talking to, we're taking a bit of a more of a musical journey. Um, so we're talking to Van Illa. So he's a music producer, music executive, um, and also just general mus- musician. Um, so we'll be unpacking a bit of that. Um, he also, just so for interest sake, he took a photo out, um, a photo in front of one of my murals in Bramfontein in 2018. And that was on his cover <laughs> uh, for one of his tracks. So big up to that, Omi. Um, and that also gave my art, you know, a different audience, which I really enjoyed. And uh, we always were talking along the lines of doing like these uh, sessions, you know. But, you know, artists, man, you like sometimes, you, you know, the times is not, you know, and you keep missing each other. But... Yeah, man, I'm sure we'll be getting to that in ah, soon. So he's a real cool dude, man. And um, we'll be talking some of his music. I know we're going to be playing some of it. Um, so we'll, um, yeah, man. So it'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be different than today's episode. So stay tuned for that. And don't forget to send, us any, to send me all your shout outs, uh, mentions, social media. You can find me just Wesley Pepper. I'm like everywhere. You'll find me there. So thanks for tuning in and I shall catch you next week. Oh,